never seen anything grow like this. No one thought this was possible. It can't be. They want to command the world's attention. We have 40 hours. It was taken over until the sucker has control of a billion devices. And we'll be on our way to the largest bank robbery since mankind started counting currency. We have a threat on the inside. I'm being set up. Someone's framing you for this? Who's behind this? You don't know? I'm crazy here, man. I thought we were getting the money. I didn't think we were just going to destroy the system. If other machines are infected with this thing. Mass disruption. You could crash a plane. It's even more dangerous. We're running out of time. Turn everything off. This isn't just systems and bits. You're going to kill millions of people. What you can do with a billion devices? You could shut down the world. Dot. It's another episode of From Parts Unknown, a Cinema Geekly strange journey through the depths of Netflix. It's Anthony Lewis here, and with me, as per usual, Aaron, how you doing? Good. It's a, It's been a dark journey so far. It has been a dark journey. Uh, Glenn, how are you doing, man? I'm doing great. I was kind of hoping that you were going to say, oh yeah, we're doing another Better Talk Saul. I was, I was hoping we were going to talk about it. Somewhere. Unfortunately, no. Um, this is, uh, and literally this was decided on about 10 minutes ago. Uh, welcome to the season one finale of From Parts Unknown. Uh, we're I, I think we'll do like maybe seven episodes at a time, and then we'll uh, we'll take a break until there's a lot. Yeah, just like South Park, we we can yeah. only run ourselves in the ground so much. We're, we'll take a we're we're gonna wait until there's a lull in the uh, the podcasting season, and that'll probably be closer to the summertime when it's more about uh, blockbuster movies and less about television shows. Uh, and then we'll we'll bring this back for another seven movie run uh, or so, and uh, and go nuts. And boy, you guys, what a way to what a way to end it on <laughs> with this 2012 action adventure picture, Cybergeddon. It was fucking terrible, dude. <laughs> uh, apparently, one of the guys behind one of the CSIs. This was his baby. Was it CSI? Oh, Baton Rouge? sucker. Okay, I knew that's what I knew. I recognized the name. Is oh, that one CSI cool. Tulsa? <laughs> Perhaps that's what it looked like. Um, I mean, Washington this... D.C. My ass. So this was a this was a web miniseries. I'm guessing the episode lengths were whenever the screen went to black. Uh, and <laughs> I think that's when out. the director just passed out from frustration from trying to kill himself that he was actually filming that. Yeah, trying to trying to get performances out of these. He was people. going carotene the whole time on set, man. Just had a belt around, and he was just tugging at his crank. The. Um... <laughs> The uh, it, this was this was formed into about an hour and a half long uh, movie on on Netflix. They took all the mini episodes and, and jumbled them together. Um, I, I'm not even sure what to say about this. Was this was like the maybe this is the best way I can put it. It it was the most criminally boring thing I've ever watched. It was boring. Yeah, like this was not even this was not terrible. This was not like, oh, the acting was so bad. Oh, the act or the action was so bad. Like it was none of it was that level where it was like enjoyable to giggle at or, or stuff to poke fun of. Uh, th- this was the best thing I can liken this movie to. If if they could somehow turn the uh, horribly flawed and incredibly decisive Brett Ratner episode into a movie, <laughs> this is what it would look like. Just. Like, I, I thought it was going to be so bad it was entertaining, but no, it just turned out to be depressing and boring. Oh, yeah. This is just a boring movie. It was, like, it was, this was okay if it was, like, an, uh, a two-part episode of some television show 
It'd be totally passable, but ultimately forgettable. It'd be passable, but that shit wouldn't be getting renewed, I tell you that. Oh, no, no, no. This would be like a, like six episodes and they're canceled. Oh, oh shit, Cyber, Cybergen got canceled. What the fuck? Cyber Nobody saw that. <laughs> All right, we'll bring it back on the O network. Uh, so, um, so this is a, apparently it's about agents Chloe Jocelyn. What a great name that is. And Frank Parker. By the That's way, a millennials name, by the way, <laughs> Chloe Jocelyn. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. That has got millennial written all over Jocelyn it. Jocelyn isn't even a fucking last name. That's a first name that people is Jocelyn. Her middle name. She has no last. name. I don't know. And by the way, Frank Parker looks like the least Frank Parker looking motherfucker I've ever oh, seen. Oh, dude. Thank you. Yeah. He's <laughs> like Eduardo Rod- comments about him. Yeah, this guy's like Agent Eduardo Rodriguez. Like he's not Frank Parker. Oh, he's, 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 I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Aurora, if you were listening to this. Uh, but this man was this man was not. He was the most Latino looking person with the the whitest dude name of all time, practically. Um, uh, they are investigating a series. He had of... a lot of machismo, which is also a Hispanic trait that, <laughs> and a temper. Don't forget that, Glenn. While That's we're just the... piling on all the bullshit here. <laughs> Uh, they investigate a series of seemingly unrelated cyber attacks with the help of an incarcerated master hacker named Rabbit something or other, who is the only remotely enjoyable character in the entire movie. And he, that's only because he had a few lines or so that were, he, uh, he was not great, but he's the only character that seemed to have any life to him whatsoever. You could tell this was made by the guy who made CSI because he had to have that one smarmy guy who's halfway decent in it. They had that the they had that Who song. CSI is the show with the Who song, right? Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They put a, they, there isn't a Who song in this. That would have made the movie better. Uh, if someone was just Carusoing their ass off, you know, their ass off screen like every five minutes, I would have been happy with that. So, so Chloe is a cyber investigator, I guess, who gets framed by some. So, is this a prequel to CSI Cyber? Is there a CSI Cyber? Yeah, it's with Patricia Arquette and James Vanderbeek and oh, Bow Wow. wow. That sounds fantastic. Did you just say Bow Wow? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't go by that anymore, but those three oh, are in it. Like, oh, little Bow Wow. I, I'm not making it up. That's you a- fucking better be making that up. That cannot be a real show. <laughs> it's a real show. See, James Vanderbeek, because I listened to an interview with James Vanderbeek talking about it. Mainly, he was talking about the Power Rangers thing. But he... uh Oh man, I loved that. Why couldn't we have gotten that to watch for like five so, or six times? So what you're telling me, Glenn, is that CSI is the living embodiment of the end credits of Twenty Two Jump Street. They yes. just are constantly making new shit. I mean, it's the new Law and Order, except it doesn't have Jesse L. Martin in it. Uh, but there, no, it's like, <laughs> but he's like, but James Vanderbeek in CSI Cyber is supposed to be. He's the one guy who doesn't know a computer, so he's essentially the Frank Parker in this. <laughs> oh, and then Patricia Arquette God. is whoever is the wannabe of Viola Davis, yeah. uh, least commanding person who is a commander of the FBI uh, in this show. That it, that's that's who Patricia Arquette is. She's the leader of the team. She she and uh, Bow Wow's uh, one of their analysts. Chloe is like how Sky started in Agents of Shield, but unfortunately, she was not as great as Sky became. At the end of this movie, as Sky currently is in Agents of Shield, so um, yeah, this this was I don't even know how to really describe it. So she's Oliver like Martinez looked like he was asleep throughout the entire movie, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, 
Uh, it took some Zeke like about uh, 20 minutes before shooting this, so can we get this over with? Seriously, he might have some kind of a hormone imbalance. So I'm going to get that dude a B12 shot and just see if he perks up for like a split second because fuck, dude. It was like watching a limp fish just fart <laughs> its way through life. It was the most pathetic. Oh, and his Spanish accent was so thick that. Oh, man. Like, I have a. Well, no, his French. Because he has his French accent on top of that. So it's just. It was layers, man. It was yeah, just. They should have just know. said, like, you know, he is from Europe and just had him throw every fucking accent into one yeah, log of speak. Yeah, I want to hear it. So, Glenn, I need. I'm going to need your help on this because I'm going to make. <laughs> uh, I'm going to admit something right now for the first time in this entire series. And I'm glad I've waited till the main event of season one to. To, to finally to finally come through on this, but this is the first movie uh, from Parts Unknown in this series that I have not completed from beginning to end. Oh, I, I wish I had the air horn sound ready for that. I fell, burr, burr, burr. I fell asleep for the last I don't know <laughs> twenty minutes or so of this movie. Um, it was getting good too. Uh, and then I woke up and the credits were rolling, and I'm like, should I go back? And then I realized the Daily Show was starting, and I'm like, nope, fuck it. <laughs> I turned it off. So, uh, so this is about uh, Chloe is a cyber uh, investigator, Glenn, mm-hmm. and she uh, investigates some people, and then she gets busted for some sort of cyber bullshit, and then she finds out that she is. Well, she can, can, can we go back real quick and sure. cover how she got busted? Uh, sure. Uh, th- this guy was in prison for a year. Like the the guy that you know, she, it started off. She was pretending to be Oliver Martinez's long lost daughter, mm-hmm. and then uh, he looks at her like really deep in the face, and he's like, "I never forget a face." And he's just like eye humping her the whole time. The cops are dragging him away, and then a year later, to the day, like they lead you to believe, he uh, he bribes the guards and they give him a cell phone. Well, a cell phone as he's walking through some kind of a fucking prison castle, who knows where. <laughs> this dude is able to fuck up this chick's entire life. He hacked into FBI servers, made her hacks. I mean, j- the guy was incredible. With a fucking Samsung Galaxy, this guy could wreck shop. I mean, it- it's amazing. Why would he focus on just the- he could have rolled the entire shit with, like, you know, an Acer. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Give him a Walmart laptop. This dude is just running things everywhere. <laughs> you work with computers, right? Like, isn't that what you. Yeah. Okay. The, f- the first and only Acer reference on Cinema Geekly, probably. <laughs> oh, I love Acer. They're so affordable. Please sponsor <laughs> us. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, they're a sponsor. Fuck. It's yeah, that's one of those podcasts where like, wait a minute, are they a sponsor? Fuck, we're gonna have to cut that out. Uh, oh, luckily, they are not. A sponsor. I would love for for to have those problems one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, what yeah. that problem? Yeah, for us to accidentally we, we alienate like a the, sponsor, like the fleshlight. I guarantee I would never say one bad word about those. Oh, sure, absolutely. Can you even not as a sponsor? I don't think you can. No, no. they provide a they provide a, an important service. Yeah, yeah. A, re- a release that every male needs. Yep. Absolutely, it's biological. Everyone, go mm-hmm. get a fleshlight. And we just we're giving them ads now for for no money. Uh, God damn it. Maybe See, that's, that's just what we needed, just to just to lure him in. Yes, that's the product <laughs> okay. that is so good. Uh, so yeah, this he hacks her all with a cell phone as he's walking through prison. I mean, he does this in about five minutes. Uh, her bosses turn on her. They don't ask her like you know. So you know, do, do you think you know it could be something? Uh, nothing. They don't. They don't stick to her. I side. got you dead to cyber rights. They immediately just want to <laughs> lock her up and then give her a cell phone. She's able to hack back into the FBI shit. Starts you know uh, spooling cameras off. I mean, what the fuck can these two people do with cell phones, man? Like, who the hell are their providers? That's right. 
Um, well, like how much gig not, does that take to start hackage? It's fucking oh, so amazing much, yeah. what they could do with cell phones. They're not capped out like we are in the state. So what <laughs> she was able to do is much more impressive than him. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but no, the, the one as we're going to her getting out of this escape, can oh. I just say, like, from what I've learned in movies, I think we got the whole structure wrong, like wrong as far as what position you want your best people at. Because there's anything I've learned in film, it's that the most incompetent people are the guards. And I feel like oh, absolutely. you would have a lot less of a problem if your most capable people were the ones detaining these dangerous individuals you don't want to escape instead of the scrubs. Yes. Uh, I mean, they, the, the but guards we don't are want always no scrubs because a scrub is a guy that can't get no love, sir. That's right. Hanging on the passenger side of his best friend's ride, Aaron. It's just horrible. Yeah, he was trying to holler at me. <laughs> ready that time oh damn it uh yeah I mean, if we learned anything from magneto's plastic prison it's it's really all the guards fault he would have never escaped had it not been for that horny asshole I yeah. mean, I don't, so she breaks them? out of prison uh, uh not a prison she breaks out of the fbi headquarters she goes and buys a hair dye kit and ends up in a bathroom somewhere yes. uh changes her hair but slightly only uh, yes, only slightly. No hair got a, color she change. She got a, a sportier really. cut. Yeah, but I mean, they, yeah, they she, made she, it look like she roots. was going drastic. They made it look right? like she was going salt level, like hairdo. And it yeah, was, like she had a straight razor. I, wanted, and everything. I expected to see like Harrison Ford, like in the Fugitive, like levels of change. But yeah. she really like it looked like she just showered. Yeah, she was, the, when she, I know we're jumping the gun, but when she goes in that university, like the guard immediately <laughs> recognizes her. Oh yeah, yeah, you're 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 Chloe Jocelyn. I know you, and she's like, "Shit!" It's you know, like an eight again, an eight-year-old man probably doesn't he probably because you know who his grandkids are. I was able an, to spot this this I, lady. I took an inch and a half off of my hair and everything. What the hell? Right. Yeah, she looked completely, absolutely the same. So her being the FBI, she goes to Norton to have them help her try to hack. Uh, like, it could have been worse. She could have gone to McAfee. <laughs> and another thing, why does everybody walk? Have you did you notice the trend in the early part of this movie? Whenever anybody walked into a room, they're like, "You got to see this." It, there was always a, a heart, like a USB drive they were holding, mm-hmm. and but it, it was they were so serious about it. And everybody just seemed to have one of these fuckers on them. Like the one chick uh, when she was being arrested, just pulled one out of her pocket. It's like, what? Why the fuck is everybody carrying flash drives these days? It's, oh, it's, it's I, like, I know a lot of people card. actually carry flash drives on their key well, rings. But you know, you're a college kid. You know, people my age don't do that shit. You know what I mean? No, no, no. no. I don't have one. Your people don't know what a computer is. Precisely. Yeah. It's a magic like machine in the computer that we got to put a crucifix next to where the demons come out. <laughs> Tiny little pixies with pickaxes just making numbers collide. By the way, I would have utterly shit my pants if she had gone and it was McAfee that she had went to. I, I would have but just thing, died with laughter. You knew it was going to be Norton because the fucking... The, you're at the FBI cyber division. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and in the basement it, where I'm assuming the computer maintenance guy is, yeah. but it's what it looked like, like the C, the CSI cyber division's IT guy. Like, I'm, I'm going to... I'm pretty... To me, I feel like it's safe to assume he's probably the smartest man in the building when it comes to computers. Yep. When you're helping... Cyber analyst with computer problems That's has right. a sticky note that says "Call Norton," and I—I I mean, I was like, "There's no way in hell it's the most be- baseline consumer-friendly antivirus software." It's or whatever. gotta be. I was like, "No, they're not gonna do Norton security." Oh, it makes sense since this was like a web series that'd make money somehow. I was gonna say they needed money to. I mean, look, this was not 
this did not look like shit. It looked like a well-produced. It looked like a well-produced show. Uh, so clearly, they needed some money from this budget. They're like, hey, "Did you notice how awesome the Norton Building looked too? It looked like the coolest place on the planet." <laughs> yeah, I mean the sea. The, it the looked FBI like the fucking Starship building. Enterprise, dude. It was like the <laughs> coolest looking layout I've ever seen. And you know what? You know the real place has to just college. And you and you know the real place just has to be like a warehouse in Compton or some shit. Oh, yeah, it's a cave. That, there's guys with glasses and you know who haven't seen the sun in six months just chained to walls and <laughs> they make being it look like every apple. five minutes. You know, and if they're lucky, they can have like half a pancake. But first, they got to code out for the you know the new. Uh, yeah. They make it look like Apple headquarters or some shit instead. Right. It's Norton. Um, I also noticed a high quantity of HP monitors throughout. Uh, this, oh, yeah. Well, several scenes prominently showing the HP logo. Oh, uh, why wouldn't you use HP if you're a hacker? They're, it's like, you know, the most credible computer you can use. Apparently That's all hackers cool. really like shopping at Dell and Best Buy. Oh, and using <laughs> not a notebook, but a netbook. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not I'm not a big computer guy. I'm not like, please, for love of God, don't send emails to, regarding this statement I'm about to make. But I'm pretty sure the processing speed on those fuckers cannot do what they were trying to do. No, 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 no. It's uh, but yeah, th- this was uh, th- this was a this was nearly at the unrealistic levels of, say, like Grand Theft Auto is. Uh, as far as like providing a realistic experience of it, it was it was not quite as unrealistic as say GTA 5 is where you can blow up five police helicopters and then escape uh pursuit by going into a garage and spray painting your car a different color you know what i'd have been happier with that in the movie than what they were giving us <laughs> and then of course you get the stereotypical what a girl hacker looks like mm-hmm. and it was but to me like i like like the guys were different like one of the good hackers at the end ended up being the norton security guy like, of course just, of course he get, get and us. he did it from norton too he didn't bother like <laughs> going to like outside his work server or nothing like I, I can't even get to like fucking Facebook on my work shit, and this dude is just <laughs> hacking everything. It, Absolutely. Man. Oh, I mean, you know, look how great that Norton, look how great that Norton product is, man. You got to go out and buy. <laughs> I that need shit. to go buy Norton shit. Apparently, it, it'll protect you from cancer. Is like, what I took from this cyber, movie. Yeah, cyber AIDS. It'll yeah, cyber uh, AIDS. It'll keep you safe. Um, yeah, this was uh, this was incredible. The uh, I Google cyber AIDS now, man. Uh, the the rabbit hacker. Uh, I, I think oh. he had the only halfway decent lines. I think there's like a line after they, because they have to kidnap Frank Parker, right? Where he's yep. chasing after them, and they have to kidnap him so she can easily, within about a minute or so, convince him that she's right. I feel like you uh, need to say his name with more gravity, Frank Parker. In a world where Frank Parker, uh, Frank Parker will rise. Okay, but the rabbit guy. Frank she Parker's gets rabbit laptop is protected prison. by Norton. Yes, um, I, he was running like some kind of Ponzi scheme with the guards. Oh yeah, somehow guy. making millions of dollars. Um, I don't. That doesn't seem possible to me. Yeah. Uh, they uh, they they ride around. They ride around in a super hacko uh, like uh, I don't know, pedophilia van, uh, and that's where they do all their their hacking. From. Yeah, I mean, if like to catch a predator's enemy, like if Chris Hansen enemy was. <laughs> If there was anything that could be his enemy, his equal, his nemesis, it would be that man. Yeah, like that's that's what that was. Uh, he um like I like there's a there's a moment that I that I genuinely had a laugh about where he's telling Frank about all this shit that these fucking hackers can do with this power. He's like, you can this guy wants to control like everybody's device or whatever to a send billion some, devices a, a billion devices. 
He's like, you know, all this shit you can do. He's like, if you want, you can watch the Pope take a shit. He's like, which is what I would do. And I can hack I got... into your cock pump and make it really big all the time if I wanted to. <laughs> right. And I got a genuine chuckle out of, in my mind, this guy just like with a bunch of monitors. And it's all just various camera angles of the Pope's bathroom. And this is all he does with his time when, when the movie is not happening. He just sits there and fucking watches the Pope take shits. Uh, which is, which, by the way, for anyone curious... Uh, while I have while I have not seen the Pope take a shit, I I am pretty sure it would be a better watch than Cybergeddon was. If I'm watching anyone of importance take a shit, it's Elizabeth too. <laughs> yeah, the Queen. Oh huh? yeah, the Queen Mother herself. I mean, you know, it it, it wouldn't it be it'd be how I want to know if if she could stay regal enough while she did it. <laughs> you think that like maybe there's a there's like a there's a way to do it like she just goes in and she's standing there. I think that she there. just sits there with, with with you know just smiling and it, you wouldn't even know like she was sitting on a toilet. It, it's just yeah. you know I imagine like a giant bustle on the dress and there's no there's no even underwear taking off. She, she just, that or or she gets like Cockney thug like real quick on the porcelain and is just dropping f bombs <laughs> as she's just working that shit out. God damn, that's great. Elizabeth II, Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I love it. The sequel to the sequel to the, the famed Elizabeth. Sorry, Ben, and most of the city of Manchester is probably yeah. listening. Sorry, all of England. <laughs> Apologies. But really, no, but, no bullshit. They want to see it too. They're really. Oh, yeah. If you're going to see anyone take a shit, it's her. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, why would you not? Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, Prin- Prince Charles is a uh, pardon the pun, like a just a distant number two. So. I wouldn't watch him take a shit though. Like maybe clip his toenails or something, but Queen Elizabeth, I'm definitely watching her brush drop his, a lot. Brush his teeth, perhaps. Yeah, I'd watch Putin work out, like just doing like push-ups. Oh, and sure. Stuff, yeah. On a bear. I I I want a reality show where we put like Putin in like a, a wildlife preserve, uh, <laughs> and then just just watch what happens. Oh, right? and W gets a guest star every once in a while. Oh, sir, oh, with yeah, Dick but it, but Chandler. W uh, and Ted Newton, Ted Newton are like master blaster with each other, where Newt <laughs> just carries Bush around, and Bush has a giant elephant gun, and they shoot anything that moves in the face. Well, that's Cybergeddon, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a quality film, if you could not tell. Uh, the average Netflix score was a 3.3. Does anybody remember what Netflix told you uh, you would think of this movie? I, I think it was like a two and a half. Mine was one and a half. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember, but I would have given this movie a one. Yeah, I did. I did give it a yeah, one. Yeah, I did give it a one. <laughs> the, the reviews are way... I mean, uh, as stated before, production-wise, production, production wise, it's a fine whatever. It's it's competently made or whatever. Uh, but Yeah, I mean, it looked great. I mean, the production value, I mean, was really good. You know, they, you, you would I would have thought with Oliver Martinez, you know, he's done some things where he's been, you know, very good. So, I mean, it... Just that, that he was just lifeless, man. Like he had no ounce of you know give a fuck at all to this film. It it, it hurt it a lot. Yeah, I it was don't... a money grab. Yeah, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how much money it made off of this pile of shit. No, I mean, well, I mean, he obviously got free Norton for a year. So. He got paid in like <laughs> probably like <laughs> that's what they're told they get paid at the end of the day. Like you're getting paid in Norton antivirus software. Uh, you get free Norton, and uh, for those of you who you know own your own business, we'll give you QuickBooks. Yeah. And like three months free of enterprise rentals, right? Like that was that was probably the kicker. What a deal! What a it's a passion. But no, they right, have to so, pay to upgrade to the midsize sedan. They're only going to pay for a compact. Um, the issue is with Frank Parker. I oh, just Frank. I, I mean, I'm going to get to the other guys, but 
my biggest problem has to be actually my biggest problem was the was the FBI analyst who was trying to get who was very adamant on Lily being uh, Chloe being the bad guy and then it turns out he's also a bad guy working for the main bad guy. <laughs> um if he's like the head of the cyber That's division a classic uh, double cross. If oh, yeah. he's the head of the cyber division, how why the fuck does he have to look while he's typing? It drove oh. me insane. Some, some people got to do that, man. Hey, I'm a, I'm a looker. Not if you're in charge. I'm sorry if you <laughs> like this computer whiz. I feel like you've got typing down. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. If you're typing in code, you can't go in a hack war if you're having to look down. He's I'm doing, just... like, the two-finger type. Maybe he's better with his thumb. He was. You know what I mean? He was doing that. It was horrible. <laughs> um. Yeah, this that was, was... That was my biggest... And then Frank Parker... Hey, why is the British guy making Joe making comments about how Frank Parker is this big man? The dude was probably he maybe had like ten pounds on you. But he he was a little fella too, man. He was, he was a tiny little guy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Guys. The Frank Parker guy was not big. He's like, oh, oh yeah, this big he's physical specimen. He, no, he's not. Like I was. <laughs> He looked he like looked, an average built gentleman. Yeah, he looked fine. And then, I'm sorry, what fucking FBI agent that isn't undercover talks the way he does? Like, I'm, I understand you gotta have machismo, keep your culture with you, but, like, you don't just sit there with your superiors like, dude, man, you taught me that way, I'm fucking busting him out. Like, no, that's not how you talk in that setting. I'm sorry. Hey, uh, I, they have Frank Parker is a bit much. of a maverick, Glenn. You, oh, yeah, you yeah. can't You can't saddle that stallion. No, he's got just, John McCain-esque levels. He's a fucking maverick, sir. I mean, you're in a business with stuffed shirts. They're going to act like stuffed shirts. I don't think they're not really, you know, I'm pretty sure it's a stiff brotherhood to get into. I don't I don't think you would give that give that man a fighter plane cuz he's a fucking maverick. Absolutely. Uh, now, who was his goose? Oh, and then the other thing is <laughs> then no, we resolve the the Chloe conundrum. She kisses the hacker, nothing happens. Well, she's not going to be with Frank and now they're a team. Like this was uh, this all makes sense. Like I felt like this was gonna this was Anthony Zucker's run at making CSI Cyber. This is Do you what guys wanna know my favorite part of this movie? Go go right ahead, sir. The very last scene that they left on a cliffhanger as oh, if they really it. fucking thought they would make a goddamn sequel to this. So wait, are you gonna tell me right now that the movie does not end with her waking up in the real world and this is not a fourth matrix movie because that's where i thought this was heading uh no it, okay. it ends with oliver martinez uh you know working on a laptop you know he he's still hacking shit uh and then he he closes the laptop because somebody's walking up behind him and you only see a pair of ladies legs and he just looks and he smiles and then you hear a lady's voice say you know like uh, i'm here to help i'm here to help papa and you know he just kind of grins but they left him this big teaser like oh shit his daughter's back like who is it and then it they're thinking like, oh, I can't wait to reveal this shit, you know, in the next part. It's like, what the fuck? There is no were they not watching like the dailies as they were making this thing? Oh, like, out, like man, this is terrible. Like the '97 Godzilla ends with that one Godzilla busting oh. out of the egg. Fucking <laughs> Ferris Bueller, man. Maybe we should like maybe we should give this an ending. Uh, Freudian slip that the uh, the poster for Cybergeddon, the O in Cybergeddon is the red ring of death, uh, signifying. The collapse of an Xbox 360. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I didn't I, see much Microsoft stuff in it. I think it was a bit of a Freudian slip here that this was a, a dead on arrival film for sure. Uh, all right, so and gonna... the cyber stuff, like when they're they're like trying to make it exciting what they're doing, and it's just so showing green lines of code. 
The Matrix did a better oh, job. Just copy that. Come on. <laughs> Just yeah, stock footage of uh, of Matrix code or some shit. There's there's like uh, screensavers and shit you can get with that on it. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, don't touch the don't touch the HB computer. Ah, oh, damn it, we got Norton screensaver, not the. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're we're closing the book on this chapter of uh, from Parts Unknown. So for Glenn Beauvais and Aaron DeLosa. I'm Anthony Lewis, and uh, we'll be back in a few months, I guess, with uh, another another season uh, from Parts Unknown. Yeah, we'll leave you with a cliffhanger like this one did. <laughs> I'm here to help. For more content like Who Made Who, Level Your Gear, the Gotham Podcast, Flashing Arrow Podcast, and the new Horribly Flawed and Incredibly Decisive Podcast, visit cinemageekly.com slash premium and part with just $12. That's 12 bucks for a year's worth of awesome content. What else could you buy for $12 that will last all year and give you hours of geeky entertainment? 